I don't have the Bible in my life and just ignore it. I'm sure glad it, as it sits on my desk or on the coffee table, that I don't disregard it as I am living my life. I'm being facetious here, all right? We, we all have been given so much. We've been given so much. And we look at Israel and we think, okay, get it right. All you got to do is get it right. You don't have to go through all this judgment. But they were a stiff-necked people, is what God had said. They were a rebellious people. These are some of the adjectives of description that God had given to them. And as we look in the mirror, we should see our own face, not just the star of David. We should see our own self because we do the exact same things. We are given truth and truths to live by. Yet so often we cast them aside. And Israel had having ears to hear, they did not hear. The prophets came and proclaimed the judgment. They proclaimed that they needed to repent and they did not do so. And now it is, they have made a conscious choice to disregard God's reproof. And now judgment comes. It's a little too late. Sort of like your kids. When you tell them to do something and they disregard and then it's, did you hear me? And they disregard. And then you tell them again. You've already told them too many times at this point, but you tell them again and they still don't listen. And then all of a sudden you get up. And then they listen. <laughs> Too late. <laughs> you made me get up. Now you're, now you're getting it. Uh, and so uh, the consequences, and that's where God's people were at. It was too late. Those choices had already been made. It was a conscious choice to go on in their own understanding. To disregard the teachings of God, his word, his men, his reproofs. And, and as we see this, we can see God's responses so many times through Scripture so we know what God, we can anticipate what is going to happen. Uh, go to Proverbs chapter 1. I want you to uh, look at this with me. Proverbs uh, is a book of wisdom. It is teaching, uh, and this is all directed at the young man, uh, so they do not wreck their life. And all of us have a life to live, and the principles that we glean from Proverbs is something, uh, no matter what our age is, we can still learn from this. But go to Proverbs chapter 1, if you would, with me this morning. Proverbs chapter 1. We'll get to the message at about uh, 10 till 5, or 10 till uh, 12 there. Uh, but uh, uh, anyway, uh, look at uh, Proverbs chapter 1, look at verse 24. Uh, the Bible says, Because I have called and you refused, I have stretched out my hand and no man regarded. But ye have set at naught all my counsel, 
and would none of my reproof. I also will laugh at your calamity. I will mock when your fear cometh. And when your fear cometh as desolation and your destruction cometh as a whirlwind, when distress and anguish cometh upon you, then shall they call upon me, but I will not answer. They shall seek me early, but they shall not find me. What was it? This is the place where judgment's coming. There's no going back. And sometimes in life, we find ourselves in that place. We've had the opportunities to get things right. We have knowing the Holy Spirit of God. If you are a Christian, you are a child of God, the Holy Spirit dwells within the believer. And he convicts us of sin. He is the comforter, but he is also the one that convicts. He convinces us of truth. He convicts us of unrighteousness. And the Holy Spirit will work on our, in our heart as we maybe are making decisions that we should not. He reveals it to us that those are wrong. And when we continue, there is coming a day, if we don't repent, that judgment is going to come. And that consequence is sure. God chasteneth, he, he chastens every son whom he receives. If you're a child of God, you will be chastened by God. But what a wonderful thing that there is a tomorrow. What a wonderful thing that even though judgment comes, there is mercy. There's mercy. And in that mercy, there is a compassion that follows. And this morning, as we uh, look into this uh, passage of Scripture, as, we're, uh, in, uh, as, as we are in Lamentations, you know, as we uh, enter into this new year, one thing we can hold on to is God's mercies are new every morning. We can't change the past. I can't change the past. I can't change 2022. Anything that happened in 2022, I can't change. It happened. But today's a new day. A new morning. And in a new morning, we find that there are new mercies. And in those new mercies, we find that there are some things that we can find. Uh, Lamentations 3, 21, he said, This I call, recall to my mind, therefore have I hope. It is of the Lord's mercies that we are not consumed, because his compassions fail not, they are new every morning. Great is thy faithfulness. And so this morning I want to speak to you on the subject, have hope. Have hope. Father, I pray that you'd help us this morning. Thank you for this new year. And Lord, as we've entered into it uh, today, starting out in church and uh, opening up the Word of God, I pray that 
uh, as we uh, look at this new year, I pray that we wouldn't just be caught up with uh, the failures or the, uh, the judgment that we find ourselves in or uh, the consequences of, uh, of bad decisions. But Lord, I pray that you'd help us to realize that there is hope. Uh, there's hope in our future. And so I pray that you'd bless each person here today. You know the, the condition of each heart, each burden that people are facing. So bless now, please, for Christ's sake. Amen. So have hope. Uh, you say, Pastor, why do I need to have hope? Hope gives life. Hope gives life. Uh, the Bible says, keep thy heart with all diligence, for out of it are the issues of life. And when there is no hope, there's no life. You look at a person that has no hope, they are a discouraged, defeated person. That life, though they may be breathing, there is no real life that's there. There is no vitality that's there. There's no vibrance. It is just survival. Now, we all get to that sometimes, don't we? Just surviving. I got to get through this day. I got to get through this week. I've got to get through this season of life. And we might find ourselves in that place. Uh, but the reality is that we can have hope. Why? Because no matter what our circumstances are, no matter the, the reason of those circumstances, whether it's a cause from somebody else or whether it's a self-inflicted cause, God is gracious. God is gracious, and God is a compassionate God. God is a merciful God, and, and with that, uh, we should have hope. And so the psalmist said, uh, this I recall to my mind, it is of the Lord's mercies, he said, that we are not consumed because his compassions fail not. Uh, and, and because of that, we can have hope. Uh, we can have hope. Uh, hope gives us life. It gives life to tomorrow. Hope gives life to tomorrow. If all we focus on, if Jeremiah was just focusing on the condition of his country, the condition of his community, the condition of his city, his culture, if he was just focusing on that right there, uh, they were in a bad situation. And if all he looked at was the circumstances of his life, uh, Jeremiah had been cast into prison uh, as the prophet. He had been cast into a dungeon. Uh, and in that dungeon, uh, it was full of mire. Uh, he was given the uh, water and the bread and water of affliction. Uh, he was he was mistreated uh, for what? For standing and preaching truth. Yet the people who who had the, he had preached this truth to, they rejected the truths of God and they mistreated the prophet. And Jeremiah could have looked around at his city and just looked for vindication. He could have looked around at all the judgment and say, you're getting exactly what you deserve. He could have said, why am I having to go through this? This isn't my fault. I did what God wanted me to do. But the circumstances of his life, uh, his life was in turmoil. His world was in turmoil. Yet he had hope. Why? Because the Lord's mercies are new every morning. They're new every morning. 
And when we think about his mercies being new every morning, mercy uh, is, is what, it, what requires mercy is for someone to injure, for someone to offend. So for, for, for mercy to be given, there had to be an offense. You know what, God? God is such an amazing God. God is willing to offer mercy offense after offense after offense. What a, what a wonderful God. I mean, I don't know how many times I've, uh, in my Christian life, Lord, I wish, I, I'm not going to ever do that again until I do it again. But his mercies are new every morning. The times where we start off our new year and, Lord, I'm going to pray every day and read my Bible every day and I'm going to go soul winning every week and I'm going to do this and this and this and I'm going to uh, be faithful and serve you. And, and then you get to the end of the year and, or you get partway, you get into the second week of January and it's already, okay, Lord, I've already messed up. Uh, his mercies are new every morning. And, and we, we sin against God, and we, we affront God, and we, uh, we uh, in our, our sins and in our decisions to disobey the Lord, what, what we find ourselves in is a, the need for His mercy. And that mercy that is offered is there because He is a compassionate God. His mercies are new every morning, Great is thy faithfulness. You know, somebody offends me every single day. Uh, pretty soon I'm done. Isn't that how we are? You know, Peter looked at it this way and said, How oft shall my brother uh, uh, trespass against me or sin against me and I forgive him till seven times? I mean, uh, Lord, if, if somebody, if they sin against me and they offend me seven times and I forgive them every single time, is that good enough? And the Lord said, no, till 70 times seven. 70 times seven. I mean, it, it's, so, it's so many uh, that I even mess the math up sometimes. Uh, and so uh, the, here, the, the, the teaching is that we are not even to keep, keep track. We're not even to keep count. Uh, and, and God's faithfulness is far beyond even that. Uh, but why do I need to have hope? Because hope gives life. It gives hope. It gives life to tomorrow. It gives life to dreams. You know, 2023, I want you to dream. I want you to dream. You know, in the last few years, it seems like we have just survived. And it seems every time you try to take a step that it just seems like your feet get kicked out from underneath you. A new law, a new restriction, a new regulation, some, some issue comes up and it just seems like it's problem, 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 problem. You know what? That can steal away our dreams. You know, every one of us have to have something to get up for in the morning. You know, as you're thinking about 2023, have some dreams. Have some, th some things that, 
you want to see God do in your life. Some things that you want, we want the blessings of the Lord in our life, don't we? I want God's blessings in my life. I want to see uh, my, my personal walk with the Lord to, to grow and to be fresh. And uh, as that book there, uh, Renewed, I want it to grow. Uh, I want my, my relationships uh, to be deepened. Uh, I want my relationship with my wife to, to grow. 35 years of marriage I've put up with. No, I, she has put up with me. Uh, and uh, so uh, with that, just uh, that time, but, but I want that, our marriage to grow. We have Brother and Mrs. Herrera with us this morning. Go ahead and stand up. They just got married, got back from their honeymoon. Uh, and so congratulations to them. All right, wonderful. And then Brother Joseph, stand up over here over Christmas. He got engaged. Uh, and so, uh, but, but here, uh, all of us, we have a life. I want to have some dreams. I want to have dreams about the life that God has given to me. I want my life to matter. Uh, and without hope, I don't have, without, without hope, there's no, no sense dreaming. There are no dreams, and uh, we need to, uh, to have hope because hope gives life, life to tomorrow, life to dreams, life to new beginnings. New beginnings. Some of those things that we have dreamed before, but we just haven't got it yet. Let's dream again. The new beginnings. You see, we have to have hope. Uh, hope gives life. Hope gives purpose. Purpose. We're still in the introduction. Hope gives purpose. Purpose for me to live. Purpose. Purpose for me to strive. Purpose for me to thrive. Without hope, why? There's no hope. Why try? Have you ever found yourself there? Huh? No matter what I do, no hope. Why try? I sort of thought that in English class growing up. There's no hope. Why try? And, and so, so here as we, we look at life though, but without hope, then there is no purpose. Hope gives us purpose. God's mercies are new every morning. Uh, mercy uh, is, is the reason you look at mercy. You cannot look at mercy without forgiveness being tied to that. Uh, and with that, uh, God's mercies, they're new every morning. And if God is going to forgive me every morning, maybe I should forgive myself. I'm not saying that we validate wrong behavior. I'm not saying we give a pass for that which is sinful or wrong. But at some point, we have to be able to move forward. We can stay in a broken situation if we choose to. And when there is no hope, that's exactly where we stay. Jerusalem stayed broken until some people 
came to Jerusalem with some hope. And the city was rebuilt. The walls were rebuilt. The city was rebuilt. Why? Because some people had some hope. They had hope. 2023 is a new year. Have hope. Have hope. You say, Pastor, you don't know what my life is like right now. Have hope that this year will be good. This year will be better. And it doesn't mean that it's not going to take some work. It doesn't mean that there aren't some things that I'm going to have to do to put into that. Uh, You see, uh, have hope. Have hope that there will be blessings in our life, purpose in our life. Revelation 4.11, I love this verse. The Bible says, Thou art worthy, O Lord, to receive glory and honor and power, for Thou hast created all things, and for Thy pleasure they are and were created. You know, you and I were created to bring God pleasure, to bring God glory, to bring Him pleasure, to bring Him glory. A lot of us get sidetracked on what we think is important. Survey went out by Barna a few years ago, or last year. And the, the survey came back, 81% of people stated that happiness is the number one priority of life. 81% of people. No wonder so many people live their life just to do something fun, no matter what the consequences are. Because their view is, happiness is why I'm here. The tragedy in this survey was that 40% of Christians believe that was the case. You know, Christian, you say, I'm Pastor, I'm saved. How come I'm not fulfilled? We have to have a proper understanding of our purpose. Because if I have a wrong goal in mind, then I am going to put things in my plan to help me achieve that goal. But if it's a wrong goal, it's not going to bring fulfillment. God created us. He knows what will bring fulfillment. He knows what will bring joy. And in having the proper purpose, it will then allow us to back up. Uh, before you go on a trip, you know, Mrs. Brown and I will do this. We'll just get in the car and go. We just like to drive. And we'll take a drive and where are we going to go? Oh, I don't know, let's Go down the road. We'll go down a road. Oh, there's a road we've never been down. Take a road. Sometimes it works out. Sometimes it doesn't. But, but we, we enjoy doing that. But we don't do that when we're going on a trip. 
You find out where your destination is, and then you look at where you are at, and now what is the best way for me to get from here to there? And if my purpose, uh, if I have the wrong purpose, then I am going to put in the wrong uh, path to get to that purpose, uh, because it's going to, what I put in there is going to lead me to the wrong place. But if I know where I need to be, now I can back up and say, okay, what do I need to put into my life that will help me with that uh, Revelation 4.11 says that we, are, uh, we, we were created uh, for his pleasure. Uh, all things were created uh, for his glory, for his honor. And so uh, that is a purpose that we have in our life. Matthew 22.37, he said, Jesus said unto them, Thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thy heart and with all thy soul and with all thy mind. This is the first commandment. And the second is like unto it. Thou shalt love thy neighbor as thyself. Uh, what do we find here? We find that in this purpose of what God has given us to live, uh, we, he gives us the path that will bring us to that place of fulfillment. Have hope. Have hope. You and I don't have to have all the answers. God does. God does. And his mercies, when we fail, they're new every morning. He's ready to forgive. He is there. His compassions fail not. Uh, so God gave us uh, the opportunity. So fulfillment comes when we bring glory to God. How do I do that? I've got to love God supremely, Matthew twenty two thirty seven. 37. Uh, I've got to love others, Matthew twenty two thirty nine and 40. Uh, and so here uh, with that, I can have hope. I can have hope that my life is going to be be fulfilled, that there will be purpose that is going to make a difference. And when we keep the Lord right in the right place in our life, He has the way of making sure that everything else is right. You open up the scriptures and say, well, pastor, there's a whole lot more than just uh, Revelation 4.11 and Matthew 22. Yes, in the Old Testament, there were 613 commands. New Testament, they say that there's 1,050. I have not studied that out, just going off what, statistic, what they say statistically. But, but if that's the case, there's a whole lot of other things. But the Lord said, on those two hang all the law and the prophets. Loving God and loving others. And when I keep the Lord first in my life, other things just will fall into place. You know, Christian, I don't know what 2022 had for you. 2023 is a new year. Have hope. Have hope. Spiritually speaking, maybe 2022 was not good for you. Have hope. 2023 can be. Amen? Maybe your relationships weren't where they needed to be. Maybe 2023 will be the year that the Lord helps uh, restore or he will help heal. Uh, he will give guidance and direction. Uh, the, Lord, the Lord wants to be involved in every aspect of our life. Maybe in our life, 2022 was a, a year of financial uh, reversals and brokenness. Have hope. 2023, it's a new year. 
It's a new year. And let's, let's follow biblical principles and teachings and, and let's, let's just take this new year with the opportunities that we have. Have hope. We can look at the obstacles or we can look at the opportunities. You know, when we don't have hope, all we see is the obstacles. It's, isn't it easy to see obstacles? Isn't it easy to see why we can't do something? I was in a staff meeting uh, years ago. I had traveled down to, to Lancaster, and I was preaching at uh, West Coast Baptist College. And as I was down there, uh, I was meeting with Brother Chapel, and we were talking, and he was going into a staff meeting. He says, he says how about you uh, come with me? I'm meeting with all the staff. And uh, anyway, so we went in, and I'm, I'm sitting in the back. I'm just the fly on the wall. And Brother Chapel gets up, and in this staff meeting, uh, he, he addresses several different things, but then he, he stops everybody and he says, listen, he says, we've got a big mission to do, and, and he had put out some things that he was wanting to see accomplished, and the, uh, uh, I guess he had already got some, uh, some uh, backlash or uh, some resistance with that, and he said, listen, I, am not, I did not hire you to tell me why I can't. I have hired you to help me accomplish what I'm trying to accomplish. You know, we can look at all the reasons why we can't do something. But there's opportunities. And you and I, God gives us a new opportunity every day. Have hope. Have hope. Now, are you saved this morning? I'm looking across the auditorium, and uh, most of you I know, watching countenances of people as I teach, preach. You know, if you're a child of God, you may have some battles that you're struggling with. But as big as God is, He can handle it. He can handle it. There are times that I'll tell Deb, don't worry about it, I got it. Don't pick that battle up. That's not yours to carry. I got it. But there are battles I can't fight. There are burdens I can't carry. But I have a God who can. Have Father, I pray that you'd help each one of us this morning. Thank you for being a God uh, who is so faithful. And Lord, you have blessed us beyond measure. We don't deserve it, uh, but we are so thankful for it. And I pray in this coming year, 2023, that you would help all of us, uh, Lord, just to look heavenward and uh, see you for who you are and looking at the circumstances of life around us. And we may look at some brokenness and we may look at some destruction and we may look at some situations that are not good. Uh, but Lord, may we look heavenward and realize that we have hope that in you, uh, 
you can make things better. And so I pray that uh, you would help us this morning. Uh, Each person that's here, uh, just draw us closer to yourself, please. For Christ's sake, we pray. Amen. Let's stand together as the instruments play. If the Lord spoke to your heart this morning, you respond. Maybe you have found yourself in a place where you have not had hope. Maybe come to an altar and bow a knee and a heart to the Lord. Maybe you're here this morning and you don't know Christ as your personal Savior. Let me encourage you to come and we'll have someone take the Bible and show you what God has to say about you going to heaven. There's hope. There's hope. You're here this morning, you've been saved. You've not followed the Lord in believer's baptism. We have everything prepared. You're saved and baptized. Feel like this is where God would have you join. You come. Have hope. Just a couple.